You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. All right, here's how we're going to start tonight. We're going to start with a false promise to be brief. (laughs) Then we'll move on from the laughter. And I will tell you, husbands and wives, I want you sitting next to each other. (laughs) Husbands and wives, I want you sitting next to each other. So if you are in ministry somewhere, who's in, who's in sound booth? Brother, Brother Scott, Miss Maria, you're not sitting next to him. You need to sit next to him. No, nope, you got to sit next to him. God bless you. God bless you. It's going to be wonderful. Now behave yourselves. Husbands and wives. Brother James, she's, she's coming. She's, uh, I'm going to get a breath mint for you if I have to sit next to you. Is that what she said? All right, we sit next to each other. If, I had any, if at any point I look out and husbands and wives are not sitting next to each other. All right, good, good, good. I want to talk to you about this incredible union of marriage. And I want to do it in a brief and hopefully light way. And uh, it's going to take some extra focus, but I ask that you do that. And we'll turn to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. And we'll start in verse 15. Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden... To relax, to dress it and to keep it. And what I love when I read Revelation is the Lord in Revelation restores all that we lost in the garden. There's going to be work to do. There's going to be things to do. It's going to be fun. We find fulfillment in work. We find help in work. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden for a purpose. There was work to be done. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, the same Lord God that seven times before said, It is good. Saw man alone and said, It is not good. It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him in help for him. No, I will make him in help meet for him. The word meet means suitable, paired, matched. I, and and can, we, can we understand? Help is not help unless it is meet. Have you ever had a coworker that you were partnered with? And they were not meet. 
or when you were in junior high and high school and you had to be paired for a certain thing and they would say, Brother John, your partner is, I don't know, who was, who was the kid in, the, in your class that you never wanted to be paired with? Rufus, we'll say Rufus. John, you're with Rufus. And Rufus goes, oh, anyone want to trade partners? And John goes, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, I do. Because you knew you were helping, but you weren't going to be meat, right? I will make him and help meat for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to all the fowl of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found in help meat for him. And what he's pointing out is there was a lot of work to do. What's this one? Cricket. What's this one? Bigger cricket. No, can't do that. Grasshopper. What's this one? It's a grasshopper. Nope. Locust. Cool. Moving on. And and, and throughout all of that time, he, he had no help. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, I love that word right there. Therefore. Whenever you find a therefore in your Bible, find out what it's there for, right? So you need to look back and say, therefore what? Because of what? Therefore. Shall a man leave his father and mother, shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. So many different ways I could go here. But therefore, because of what I just stated, this is what needs to happen. A man and a woman need to come together. In Mark chapter 10, Jesus quotes this passage. And then in Ephesians chapter 5, Paul quotes this passage. And instead of using the word therefore, they replace the word therefore with these words, for this cause. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. That's why I know you teenagers aren't ready to date. You're not ready to date because you're not ready to leave mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy still still wash your clothes. Do not talk to me about getting in a relationship until you're ready to leave mommy and daddy, okay? So for this cause, my my question is what cause? For what cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh? It says in Mark chapter 10, and what God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And what you find out is cleaving means joining in a surgical way. In other words, if you're going to tear that, if you have to tear that apart, damage has to occur. But I want to know for this cause, for what cause? Heavenly Father, I ask that you would please bless the preaching of your word and bring us together, especially husbands and wives. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. I hear a child back here. I, I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. At some point, we may have to ask them to go just not to be a distraction. But right now, it's fine. Right now, it's fine. Ushers, help me with that when it comes time. Help me with that when it comes time, ushers.
Uh, they don't have to go to the nursery, but in the foyer would be fine because of the, because of the screen. For this cause. And what do we read in Genesis chapter 2? The cause is that there's work to do. Okay, yes, we're going we're gonna to have to take them. Take, I'm so sorry. I'm glad that you're here, but we want to make sure that we are able to focus in. Can we please, ushers, can you help me? Can you help me? I'm so sorry, folks. God bless you for coming. I'm so sorry. I hope that you can listen out there. But we've, we need to listen in here. For this cause, there was work to do. Work to do for the Lord. A lot of work to do in service for the Lord. And when God saw that work to be done, here was his answer. Man. Make a man. God's answer for work, God's answer for service, God's first choice for service, a man. And so he makes man. But then he sees Adam is naming all of these things and over and over. And that's just the beginning. He's still got to dress and keep the garden. And there's not a help for him. And God says, not good. Not good. He needs help in order to accomplish this work that needs to be done. God's answer for that, woman. Man for the work, woman for the man so that he can be strengthened to do the work. One, here's God's plan. One man, one woman for this cause. And husbands and wives here, whether you came together in marriage the right way or the wrong way, whether right now in your marriage you're going through a good time or a bad time, whether right now you think marriage is fairly easy or you're finding out it's fairly difficult. Well, I married my soulmate. Every now and then you want to have a deep discussion with your soulmate. <laughs> and hey, they, they are. And, and let me tell you this, sir. If you're not going to make it work with her, you ain't going to make it work with anybody else. Right, Lady, if you're not going to make it work with him, you're not going to make it work with anybody else. Oh, but there's this girl at work who understands me, and she listens to me. Bro, it's only because she has no clue who you are. <laughs> She's got no clue who you are. There's only one woman in this life who will know who you are intimately and still put up with you. Right. Same thing, ladies. I don't know where you're at, but that doesn't matter. God brought you together for this cause. There's work to be done, and he wants you to do it together. Right now, the present may be dark as far as your relationship is concerned. Right now, the present may be difficult might be dull. We're just, the fire this isn't there. The, the spark isn't there where it used to be. Okay. And because of that, the future may be unclear. Maybe uncertain. Tonight, we're not going to worry about the present. We're not going to worry about the future. We're going to look back. 
and remember how and when the Lord brought you together. I think if we were to try to tackle the problems of the past, that would be like eating boiled okra. I think if we were to try to look in and solve the unknowns of the future, that would be like reaching behind a wall blindfolded, grabbing whatever is on the plate. And I think looking back might just be like a ice cream sundae. And everybody likes that. Yeah. Except for you gluten-free folks. <laughs> I just want you to remember how and when God brought you together. That's it. Do you remember when you first met? I see some of you single people right, shaking your head. What's going on here? <laughs> I do, we were six in the nursery. <laughs> and it was love at first bite. <laughs> do we have any bites this morning, Miss Maria? No, praise the Lord, God answers prayer. Do you remember when you first met and there was that attraction? You go, who, who is she? I asked my wife one time, I said, do you believe in love at first sight? And she went, no. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. <laughs> and she goes, I believe in knowing at first sight. I believe that somebody can look and say, I, I know I'm going to marry that person, but love takes time. I'm like, oh, is that what happened with us? No. <laughs> But do you remember when you first met and there was that attraction and then you gave attention one to another, you talked to one another. Maybe it was a high, I don't know what it was. You remember what it was. And she smiled and he smiled. <laughs> Sir, maybe before you smiled, you And then you noticed they had a sense of humor and they understood your sense of humor. And then you remember talking more. Do you remember talking more and finding out you had similarities? You also had some opposites. Because she said, I was valedictorian. Out of a class of one, but sure, she was valedictorian. And I say, I went to school. <laughs> But your opposites intrigued you even more. Let's skip ahead to the future a little bit, or maybe the present now. Why do those opposites that you used to enjoy about each other suddenly you don't like? You can't do that. You can't do that where they could do nothing wrong in dating, and now they haven't changed, but now it's just getting annoying. and you, you the very same things that brought you together suddenly are tearing you apart. That's not a spouse problem, that's a your mindset problem. But do you remember the similarities that you found when you would say something like, oh, I don't like that. You, me either. And you go, oh, what else can we get angry about together? 
What else can we laugh about together? What else can we agree about together? Do you remember starting to wonder, does she feel the way I feel? Mm. And somebody's got to breach the subject. And every man thinks, maybe she'll do it. And then you think, you coward. <laughs> so then how do you do it in the most manly way possible? <laughs> but then do you remember knowing, oh, the feeling's mutual. The feeling's mutual. Oh, goodness, is she insane? <laughs> Do you remember asking, can uh, we, can we um, be, uh, you know, the, the friendship we, I enjoy the 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 talk the talking and the and the you know just the stuff and you <laughs> and you you had it all planned before and then she looks at you and you go uh, words and sounds consonants and synonyms and I don't know can we can we do more than this and she goes yeah really. <laughs> and then it's official. It's official. She likes you. You like her. So you start with the whole, I like you. I like you too. In the more, and then you set, you set her picture as your background. <laughs> and you flaunt it to everybody you can. You know, you bring your phone out. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> And you wake up in the morning, good morning, how did you sleep? I slept well, how did you, I like you, I like you too. But then that, oh, that's not enough. I like you so much. I like you so much too. And then I like, I like, 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 like. I like you infinity. You hang up first. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? No. All the single people are wanting to leave. <laughs> I remember one time walking by my brother's room. He was dating his, his now wife, and he was singing to her over the phone. <laughs> Tale as old as time. <laughs> And I knew how to pick the lock. <laughs> and I waited till the encore, you know. And I just, I just peeked in right at the encore. Barf slam. <laughs> do you remember your first date? First date, the nerves. What do I wear? Do I have enough money? And then ladies, I don't know, how many of you ladies were, I'm going to order the smallest thing? I'm going to order the smallest thing. Or how many of you got the menu and went, yes. <laughs> or you ordered the most expensive thing. Did you order the most expensive thing? <laughs> Miss Amy, not to be mean, but I'm pretty sure you're single right now, right? <laughs> so 
it didn't work. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. But but the but the first the first date, and then and then you love each other. It, it comes out where you realize that you love each other. And you got to say it. Brother Ben, you said it and she didn't say it back, did she? How long did it take, Miss Emily? Five. That's rude. <laughs> That's straight up rude. I would have dropped her like, I would have dropped her like an 8, eight, period, eight a.m. period class. I would have just, nope, done. <laughs> done. I am a catch, Emily. <laughs> She said it right away. She knew not to let me go. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember sharing with each other? You remember sharing your hopes, sharing your dreams, sharing your burdens one with another. Introducing family. The speech that you gave to at least one person in your family. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Do you remember sharing prayer requests? Do you remember sharing your beliefs, sharing your ideas? Which young people who are dating right now, you need to talk about that. You need to talk about that. What do you believe about spanking our children? What do you believe? Hey, I'm serious. I'm serious. A lot of people get married because you're all caught up in the wonder. And then you realize you fundamentally disagree in some pretty big areas because you never talked. You need to talk about your beliefs. You need to talk about your ideas. You need to talk about your past hurts. You need to talk about your past mistakes. And there's fear that comes with that. But everybody has past hurts. Everybody has past mistakes. And what I will tell you, my wife and I have had some very difficult conversations before we got married. It brought us closer to one another. Because I had to come to the conclusion even past hurts and past mistakes God could use to make her into the woman that I loved at that moment. And if the past hurts didn't happen, would she be that person? Now, young people in the Navigators class, you, you saw the illustration of the pencil this morning. I'm glad that the Lord can sharpen a broken pencil, but it's better to keep it whole the Lord can write a lot more with a pencil this big that just did it right than a pencil that was broken and now is sharpened again but only has that much to write. But you need to talk about those things. Do you remember talking about those things? Do you remember crying one with another? Do you remember arguing one with another? Oh, we never argued. Okay. Someone didn't talk or someone didn't think. How many of you had knocked down drag outs before you ever got married? <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to talk about stuff, you're going to fundamentally disagree. 
in some areas. I don't mind fighting with my wife. Fight fair and don't fight about the same thing over and over and over again. Do you remember arguing? Do you remember finally coming to a conclusion and realizing that you could move on? Do you remember the engagement? And then the planning the wedding. And do you like this color or this color? This one's white, this one's more of a white. <laughs> I don't care. I just want to get married. Do you remember the wedding? Do you remember just being together? After we got married so many times, we would be alone, and I would be expecting mom and dad to like burst in the room, what are you doing? And be like, but no, we're, we're, we're married, we're together. Do you remember coming home, sir, after work? Coming home, and she was there? Maybe with food on the table? Do you remember, do you remember that? Good times, special times. Not always easy times, but good times and special times. Do you remember the announcement? I'm expecting. And then do you remember the birth? And then the other announcement. And the birth. And then the other announcement. And the birth. Do you remember the joy that you had throughout that time? Do you remember growing together? Do you remember deciding as husband and wife we can live for the world if we want, but let's not do that. Let's be in church. Let's do it differently. Let's do it right. Let's find a place that will strengthen our beliefs. Let's find what we believe and why we believe it, and let's do it together. Do you remember that? And do you remember, sir, the joy and the empowerment that you felt when your wife said, I'm with you. Ladies, do you remember the safety that you felt when you realized the Lord had brought you a man that was going to do his best to be godly? As many women don't find that. He's not perfect. Nobody ever is. But that inner desire that he has to serve is rare and special and must be protected and appreciated by you, ma'am. Do you remember the mistakes that were made, the words that were said that should not have been said, the things that were done that should not have been done, but then the lessons that you learned from it and being tender-hearted one to another and saying, I'm not going anywhere. We're in this together. And I want you to remember all of that that has led you up to this day for a cause. There's work to be done. And God wants you to do it together. And everything that you just remembered, everything, the wedding, the planning, the meeting, the loving, the talking, the sharing, the dreaming, everything. I want you to know something. God loves it. God loves 
it. I believe he watched from the throne with a smile on his face, a song in his heart, and a tear in his eye when he saw you two come together for this cause. And husband and wife, your kids love it. Your kids love seeing mommy and daddy together on the same page. And when you whisper sweet nothings and you kiss one another and you get all the kids, what do they do? Gross, and they run. But guess what? They feel secure. They feel safe. God loves it. Your kids love it. Don't you love it? Don't you love looking back? Look at how God has brought us together and brought us through and has never given up on us for a cause. But you know what, church? Satan hates it. It didn't take him long when he saw those two come together to say, let me get them apart and do my work. Because this cause is actively opposed to the, to the devil's cause. He hates it. Which means he will stop at nothing to divide you two. So listen to me. Nothing between. Nothing between you two. Nothing between you two. Nothing between you two. Nothing between you two. No secrets. No secrets. I'm not talking about a surprise birthday party. No secrets. A pastor within the last two years fell. Here's all I heard. A text was sent. That's where it started. A text was sent. No secret communication. No secret sites. No secret conversations. No secrets. No concerns between you two that go untalked about. A marriage can survive past secrets that were brought out. A marriage can survive concerns. A marriage can survive anger. A marriage can survive hurt. A marriage can survive that. A marriage can never survive a lack of communication. No concerns between you both that go unsaid. Well, I don't want to bring it up because it will lead to a fight. Listen to me. Fight. 
fight. Some things are worth fighting for. Some things are worth fighting about. And ma'am and sir, you know both very well, the longer you hold it in, it's going to come out. And what would have been a hand grenade back in January is an atom bomb in December because I just can't hold it in anymore, but I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to fight. Well, now we're getting 12 months of fighting done in a day. Talk. No concerns. I'm seeing this. I don't like it. I'm seeing this. Woman, don't nag. Sir, don't brush off. Sir, don't be an authoritarian. Lady, don't be a heifer. Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. Because you were brought together for this cause. And Satan wants this to happen so that the cause can fall. No secrets, no concerns, no anger, silence, and coldness between one another. 1 Corinthians, defraud ye not one another. Use your imagination. Defraud ye not one another, except it be with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to prayer and fasting. Then come together again, lest Satan tempt you for your incontinency. For the husband hath not power over his body, but the wife. And the wife hath not power over her body, but the husband. Well, I'm going to get her back by being cold. I'm going to get him back by being cold. It doesn't work. Maybe a lot of talks need to be had before then, but talk, make progress. Make progress. Always forward. Make progress. No things in between one another. Well, I'm going golfing with the guys. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto the boys. What cause is that for? I don't mind a mandate. I, 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 don't, mind, I don't mind bro time. It's necessary. But sir, your responsibility is her. We enjoy golfing. We make a fool of ourselves. But your responsibility is her. No things between her. No car, no sports, no hobbies, no shows, no, no thing between. No social media. You wake up in the morning and you're checking your social media before you say hi to your spouse. Wrong. Wrong. No thing between you. Lady, shopping. Browsing, HGTV, I don't care what, it, I don't know what you like. And you don't know what you like. You like this and then you like that. You've got no clue. No thing between you. No buddy between you. 
nobody. And you better believe, you better believe Satan's going to do it. You better believe Satan's going to do it. He's got plenty of Jezebels. He's got plenty of Potiphar's wives. He's got plenty of Bathsheba's. He's got plenty at his employ. Lady, he's got plenty of Samson's that will come by and... He's got plenty of them that will tell you everything that you want to hear so that he can get the one thing he wants. Oh, but I'm going to fix him. All right, Joanna Gaines, good luck. Even Joanna Gaines is smart enough to pass on a house that has foundation problems. Nobody between. Not another, not yourself. Not yourself. I'm going to put myself first. Not in a marriage. Your vows were all about him, ma'am. Your vows were all about her, sir. What is a marriage relationship? What's the give and take? What's the ratio? 50 50? 100 100. I give you 100. You give 100 back. Well, they're not giving back. You give 100 anyway. Nobody between, except, except him. You two, when's the date? October 23rd. See, he, he went. He went, please answer, please answer, please answer, please answer. that young lady better know there's nobody in this world that he loves more than me but he does love Jesus more and lady he better know there's nobody that I love more than him except my savior and there's such safety and joy in that but church Satan hates it and he's going to do everything he can to tear it apart. And sometimes damage occurs. But I do not believe in Satan's ability to destroy more than I believe in Jesus' ability to restore and to heal. There are marriages in this room that I counseled personally. You'd never know the hell that they went through because of sin. But the Lord restored. I would not do this to embarrass them in any way, but I know that they wouldn't mind. There was a time it was very difficult for my mom and dad. Dad was working four jobs to make ends meet. Mom was working very hard to make ends meet, and ends weren't meeting. There was always more month than money, and it got difficult. The Lord brought them through. And if what I have with Tracy is half of what you two have, I'll be a happy husband, Dad.
Thank you for showing me what Jesus can do for this cause. So church, I just want you to remember, fight for each other, not with each other. Don't let the devil make your marriage another statistic. No, not my wife, not my husband. Satan, you're not going to have him. Satan, you're not going to have her. The Lord brought us together, and he can keep us together because there's work to be done. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.